Alright, hey everybody, this is Ashley. And this is Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, look. Keep it going. Okay. <laughs> we get this out. Hey guys, welcome back to another week's episode of A Perspective. Perspective. I'm Ashley. And I'm Aaron. And thank you guys so much for joining us another week. Of course, we always appreciate it. And welcome. we're happy to have you here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say you're welcome? Oh. 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 Okay. Yes, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Guys, we are back to bring you some new great content, and I'm going to go ahead and start the show. I'm not going to ask the question that I've been asking that never gets an answer. (laughs) We're going to jump right into things, and starting with this week's small business shout out. So this week, I am shouting out a therapist for the small business shout out. Uh, and it is called Holistic Resolutions LLC. I'm shouting it out because it is a black woman that just opened her own practice. And I think that's really dope. Black girl magic. Yes. And the therapist's name is Shomishia Terry, and she's based out of Chesapeake, Virginia. So guys, if you're looking for a new therapist, someone to go talk to, you know, just air your feelings out, lay down on that couch and get it all off of your mind and onto somebody else's shoulders for a second check out Shomishia Terry. Again, the name of her company is Holistic Resolutions LLC, located at 115 Coastal Way, Chesapeake, Virginia, 23320. You can contact her at 757-609-3115 or online at holisticresolutionsllc at gmail.com. Okay, okay. How do you know her? Yes. Or how were you introduced uh, to this? Oh, one of my friends um, actually knows her. Uh, I think they went to school together, and she knows people that have gone to see her. And they've given some really good reviews. And so when she found out she opened her own practice, she let me know. So that way I could do a small business shout-out. So I thought that was really dope. Okay, she comes highly recommended. Oh, she does. Yes. And I heard she keeps it all the way 100, which you really need sometimes when you're in therapy. And also, you know, for a lot of, you know, I hear black women say that it's hard to find a black therapist. So ladies in a 757, if you're looking for that black therapist, there you go. Small business shout out. Okay. All right. And that's going to wrap it up for me for small business shout out this week. And we're going to move right along to five questions. Hey, so (laughs) (laughs) So, five questions is an opportunity for you all to get to know us in an interesting and fun way. We ask five questions, right? Uh, They range from funny to sad to thought provoking. We try to ask them in interesting ways. And yeah, so that's five questions. Yes. I'm (sighs) excited. (laughs) Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Question one. Would you lie to your partner to save your relationship? I would say it depends on what I'm lying about, but I would not be opposed to it. But yeah, it, it, it depends because some things I may feel comfortable, you know, being honest with. So I guess, yeah, it just depends. I agree. Yeah. I think there's, I think there's, that's a, that's a sort of a broad question, right? Like, so yeah, the devil's in the details with that. So I agree. Yeah. 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 Okay. 
Question two. I'm opposed to it. Okay. You can only pick one. Uh oh. You would never have to eat or you would never have to drink again. Never have to eat or never have to drink again? Yes. Ooh. I think I would go with dun, dun, never drinking again. I'm going to have to find a way to eat something that has some type of juices in it. I can have a peach. Um, <laughs> some uh, A plum, an apple. Yes, I would find a way to get some type of, you know, beverage in my body. But, yeah, I would choose never having to drink again. I'm picking what? never having to drink again either. Like, I can, like... Food to me feeds the soul, and so I I still want to be able to enjoy that. <laughs> Drinking, yeah. I I if I if I had to pick one, yes. Yeah. I didn't even think about the thing yeah. you talking about with peaches and thinking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, you gonna, I, listen. I would find I would find that opportunity somewhere. You got to think outside the box. Mm-hmm. Question three. Okay. All right. Are you still in touch with your ex? If so, why? No. I am not in touch with any of my exes. I don't... Am I in touch? No. I don't think so. Nope. So, I... What does in touch mean, though? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, I'm sorry. I know you were about to answer, but, like... I'm, I'm, well, I let mean, me have, answer. For, let me answer, and then maybe okay, that'll, okay, okay, and then, okay. then maybe that'll help you. <laughs> okay, yes. So, the way I, the way I answer this question or the way I define this question makes me say, yes, I am. I say yes because I still am friends via Facebook with some of my exes. Okay. And so, and on Instagram and, you know, social media platforms. So that level of engagement in terms of seeing activities and, you know, pictures and things of that way, uh, how I'm looking at our level of engagement. And so okay, for me, okay. then the answer is yes. Okay. Yes, then. Okay. That's why I had asked, um, what is in touch me? So yeah, okay, because I thought about it after I said that. I do have some friends, I mean a couple of my friends, exes, sorry, are friends on social media. Um, and I like their pictures and stuff, but I don't ever reach out to them, you know, it's nothing beyond that. Like I don't have anything to say. <laughs> I mean, we're not, you know, I'm not like dialing your phone number and chit-chatting it up and, you know, going out to watch the game or nothing. No, that's not, that's not, no judgment, but that's just not my level of engagement right now. Yeah. Okay. Question (laughs) four. Okay. Yeah, we're on four. Okay. Have you ever bought something for someone that you wish you could get back? Or that you hadn't even bought in the first place? If so... Hell yeah. (laughs) If so, please explain. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm going to say, which I know is going to sound dumb. It's the biggest cliche ever. And I shouldn't have done it, but I did it anyway. But I bought somebody a pair of shoes. And I wish I could get them back. Ooh. Because, it, yes, because they say you buy somebody some shoes, they go, well, I've heard both. Either they're going to walk out your life with them or they're going to walk all over you with them shoes. And I'd be damned if both of them ain't true. And the bitch still wear the shoes to this day. Oh. I want my motherfucking <laughs> shoes back. <laughs> oh, I'm yelling all in the mic. Whew. Sorry, listeners. Oh, I want my motherfucking shoes back, bitch. <laughs> Y'all excuse my French. <laughs> Imagine that was a bunch of beep, 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 beeps, because that's all it would have been. Uh, we figured that out. We really be going. 
Whew, okay. Okay. <laughs> so what I've heard. That, I mean, yes, the saying I've heard too is you never buy somebody a pair of shoes because those will be the same shoes that they used to walk out of your life. And, mm-hmm. Like when, right? And you know, I that. Okay. My first answer was going to be there was a time when I was dating someone in college and I bought them a meal from Popeye's with my card. Now that sounds <laughs> innocent. That sounds innocent. But I knew that in swiping it at that time that I would go into a negative balance. One. Two, they lived on campus and had a meal plan. But the way in which they uh, cajoled, right, <laughs> got this, uh, this got for me to pay for their meal um i don't know like i mean i I ultimately now would look back and say like and i don't you know what the answer actually to answer the question i mean that's the story that i was thinking of when i first did it because i was like i don't really regret that or like wish i hadn't done it i just look at it now Mm -hmm. it's like a wtf so it's not so much that i wouldn't have done it or because i recognize like when i was doing it I, i i mean i had a rationale that like i went that like i was okay with um looking back on it now i'm like what like huh like like just for those two reasons primarily. So that was my answer. But then when you just brought up this one about the the shoes thing, oh, I just have a similar I just have a similar WTF story. Now that no, um, yeah. So anyway, but let me okay. So let me tell you what stuck out to me while you were talking. What? You said you used your you used your car. You used your Spartan car to get them Popeyes. No, I used my um debit card. Oh, your debit. Oh, okay. Look, I was about you said oh. You said they had a meal plan. And look, I'm sitting here like, when could we get Popeyes? And I go again, five questions making me look fat. Because I'm like, what the fuck? I'm really sitting here trying. Okay. Okay. Let me get myself together. <laughs> I am all, Lord. Okay. Okay. Question. Five. Yes. <laughs> all right. What's one of the weirdest jobs you've had so far? Um, Weird. Ah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, you go first. Weird. Interesting. All right. So mine, I would say that there was a period in college when I delivered newspapers at night. And so oh I would have God. to go. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> I would have to go oh. be at the, the loading dock by two o'clock, package up my papers. So it was two parts. You'd have to put them together. I think except for Sundays, there may have been three. And then you have to pack, stack them in uh, a certain amount. I can't remember that tie them up with this machine and I so I'd have to stack my cards with enough and then I'd have to go to the the boxes. I had Norfolk. I had like the downtown Norfolk area. So mm-hmm. and I'd have to go put, you know, the appropriate amount of newspapers in each box every morning. And I'd have to do it, you know, be there by two, leave by two thirty. And then I guess it was about six. You know, it, yeah. I got better as time went on, even though I only did it for like two weeks. So Listen. Ah! Listen. But that, you know, <laughs> It was a time. Hey. Oh, I remember that time. Man, what a time. I definitely hey. remember that. To be alive. You know what? Hey. I you know, I you started like in Wild Horses during that um during that whole little thing. That song with Alicia Keys and um yes. is it John John Mayer, uh, I think. Is it John Mayer or is it Is it John Mayer? Or is it the dude No, Adam Levine. Adam Levine. Adam Levine, yes. Oh, that song go. Yes. Okay. Um so my weirdest job it's weird to me now it's actually weird that i did it i guess interesting um debt collection and i did that for like a few years and it was just it i say interesting because some of the stories that i've heard or some of the things that people said 
uh, just really took me out. So Whoa. that was interesting. I mean, it's weird to me now because I'm just not the, like, I'm not that type of person. Like, I don't like that. I, I really did not like that job. So it's weird that I even went through that and did it. But so one of my fondest memories, just real quick of that, was this man called in one time because we had a levy on his bank account. So everything was frozen. And he uh, called it. He was like, look, I ain't never let nobody take nothing from me in the streets. And I ain't going to let y'all ask <laughs> take nothing from me either. Yo, and he was in Portsmouth and our office was in Virginia Beach. Like, I legit thought this man was about to come up there and wreck shop. Like, I was ready to go. I was like, uh-uh. We need to close. Like, I'm done. I'm done. So, uh, but yeah, so it was just weird that I did that. Like, I, I, I don't really ever, ever want to have to call and collect money from people again. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, man. Okay. Those call center days. I don't know if that was call center. Call center. Oh, it was a call center. Folks called in. You called out. That's a call center. Oh, gosh. It was oh, terrible. I worked at West in Hampton. Oh, God. I remember that. I remember, yeah. Lord, you didn't had some some employment, some places. You know, I was gonna say Hardee's, but Hardee's. I mean, I was at Hardee's so long, I kind of love that. Like people thought, I people would yeah joke me talking about something I had stock in Hardee's. Oh, oh where's um Miss Oh Miss Janice? No, um Mr. Donnell. Ah, I don't know where he at. I don't know where he is. I would love to see him though. That would be really dope. Anyway, okay. Well, that was five questions, you guys. Yes, uh, guys. It's going to wrap up five questions for us. And if you have any comments, questions, or feedback on five questions, please reach out to us on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us at a perspective, no E at the end, at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, A Perspective with Aaron and Ashley. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It rolls sometimes. Sometimes it rolls. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to go ahead and roll right into Under My Skin. And as always, uh. I will go first. <laughs> I promise it is not as uh, intense as the last one that I did when I talked about the man up truck. Um, but yes. Yeah, so <laughs> what got under my skin this week? All right. So I go to the nail shop. To get a fill and to get my eyebrows done or whatever. Normal thing or whatever. And as I was laying there, I thought to myself, beauty is pain. I'm sorry. As I was laying there getting my eyebrows waxed and tweezed, I was thinking to myself, beauty is pain. But the pain was not coming from the wax or the tweezers. It was coming from the lady's breath. Oh, my freaking goodness. And then it was so bad, like, because, you know, they're in your face when they're waxing you. And this lady, when she was tweezing me, she was all in my face. And then there would be times where I would be trying to, like, catch my breath to not, like, breathe in at the same time that she's breathing out. And I would catch it. And, oh, my God, like, I just wanted to gut punch her. (laughs) Like, I just wanted her the F out my face. Like, it was crazy air. I'm not... Huh, I'm not even exaggerating. Like I thought I was gonna be sick at one point. Like, man, why you don't have no mask? Oh, she was like, she was, and then the second because all of my under my skin is this lady. That's just one (laughs) part of it. (laughs) The second part is while she was okay. So after she's done waxing and they're tweezing, they put like some you know some neosporin or something over your eyebrows. You know, after you didn't they didn't plucked and stuff just in case you got any sores, which I did have because she was killing me with them sharp ass tweezers. Um. She goes to wipe the stuff on my eyebrows <laughs> and she is literally like resting her other hand on my lip. Okay. Now I understand that <laughs> I have big, <laughs> like, I understand I have big lips. I under, yes. Like I look at them. I know my mi- lips are kind of big. They stick out, 
But ma'am, there is no reason that your whole ass finger should be resting on my lips. Like, and I was so disgusted because on top of that, like before I got in there, I had put on chapstick, of course. So my lips are already like moisturized and you're putting your slick ass finger on my, oh my God. I was so disgusted by the Like I wanted to like slap fire from this lady, but I was, I mean, of course I stayed calm. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not going to pop off. But as soon as I got done, I went straight to that bathroom and washed my lips <laughs> off because I just felt disgusted. Like I couldn't even go. I was like, hold on. Like, cause the dude was ready to, for me to do my nails. I was like, hold on a second. I, I need to use the bathroom and I had to go in there and get it. Mm-mm, cause that was just nasty. That was nasty. And her, oh, Aaron. But anyway, so that just got under my skin this week. And I think next time, and I'm going to try. Uh, also, uh, just a you quick question because else. I thought about this. Huh? You need to see, you need to see someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, I thought about it on my way because I knew this was going to be my under my skin. I thought about it on my way home. And I was like, I'm going to ask Aaron, is it rude for me to ask her to put on a mask? <laughs> like, y'all have masks here for a reason. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just see somebody else. I mean, I don't think it's rude actually to ask her. I don't think that would actually be rude. Yeah. That, okay. I mean, if if you just must go see that that one person, but otherwise go see someone else. I don't know if she's the only person that does it, but I'm telling you, my eyebrows look great though. Like they look great. Like it's all is what that's why I said beauty is pain. You like that's risk. what I was now, thinking. See, this of. Is the, now this is the trickiness. Now depending on how you approach it, you could risk messing up the quality of work that you get. I know, and I'm t- like, and I kept thinking the whole time I was there, Lord, I'm going on. But I was thinking the whole time I was there, I've never had anybody tweeze my eyebrows this long. Like she was tweezing for a long ass time. Like normally I get, you know, I get waxed and then they tweeze, you know, whatever. But she was like in it like going in like tweets like for a minute so it was just excruciating that she <laughs> was in my face like that with her breath and then the finger thing i'm just like bruh it was long, almost like she was, was telling it? me to shish and, like i know i was in there a good like 15 20 minutes like oh. her doing that i was gonna say you just need to regulate and, your breath your breathing <laughs> Oh, I was trying. Oh, my God. And every time, like, she would take a break, boy, I took the biggest deep breath. Like, whoo. Yes. Goodness. <laughs> like, my lady. And then I'm sitting there chewing gum. So I'm hoping that, like, if I blow out my spearmint a little bit, it'll fight back with whatever she got coming out her mouth. I don't know, man. I don't know. It was just, it was really tragic. But anyway, that's what got under my skin this week. What okay. about you? <laughs> so, let me get myself together here. So I have two. They're going to be quick. I, I just don't, I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm excited. So one, I titled McDonald's and Fresh Fries versus McDonald's and the Fresh Fries debate. So I went to McDonald's. I got uh, some fresh, the I got fresh some fries. Fry like, mm-hmm. you know, I go to McDonald's, I get, I, get, I get fries. Right. And so I asked, as I, I don't even know the last time I did not say this, but I ordered the fries and I said, can I have them freshly cooked? Okay. So she says, okay. Next thing I know, somebody goes to go, I guess, I guess fill the orders and they look and the cashier turns to the person and says, Hey, they want them fresh. The person goes, Oh, these are fresh. <sighs> Ashley, I knew they weren't fresh. I already knew. Like I just already knew. <laughs> like I, like. They didn't know who they were talking to, Aaron. So they didn't know. she goes, they already fresh. Oh. So she puts them. I'm like, this. I know this is my order too. So she takes them, puts them in a bag, gives you know, calls out my number, gives them to me. I already know they're not fresh, but I open them up anyway. I eat one, or I eat, pick up two. I put them in my mouth. I immediately go, these aren't fresh. Can I have some fresh fries? Oh, she takes the bag, throws them away. Okay, now she has to drop fresh fries. 
So she drops mm-hmm. fresh fries. When they're finished, now she put, you know, she bags them. And instead of like setting them down on the table or saying, here you go, and just hand them to me, she sort of tosses the bag on the table and turns around and walks away. Ooh. What? She and her feelings. <sighs> she and her feelings. It didn't even get under my skin. I laughed. But I mean, yes, it got under my skin. Enough for me to, this is going under under my skin. Like I, because it wasn't right. that deep. One, I said fresh fries. Like, and I'm not saying that, if those, if I had seen those fries just get dropped, like like I ordered my food and they had just dropped them, those would have been fresh fries to me. I'm just right. lucky enough that they were dropped like right as I ordered them. Now I don't have to wait. But when they, when I've been in a line, when I've been waiting in line, and then I get to the front and those are still the same fries that were sitting there, no, those are not fresh. Right, right, right. Anyway. I don't understand why. I mean, I do and I don't because I used to work fast food, but I don't understand why you get in the attitude because somebody wants their food fresh. Don't you want your food fresh? Okay, that's all. So Continue. That my, so that was my I first you, one. Oh. Okay. I was say, I thought you had a second one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> second one. That was my first, yeah. So my second one. Oh, okay. So it's another, like, sort of Facebook situation. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And, oh, I should have sent this to you so you could see it. But there was a Facebook post that pretty much talked about some new rule behind getting public assistance and... There being a 20 hour mm. requirement. Mm-hmm. And so the question, and so I'm not, and I'm not posing this like as under my skin in terms of like getting into the substance of that or the details. I'm just giving sort of a broad stroke to what was being said. So if you want to know more, Google it. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, and the, the question really was posed was like, well, isn't that not like, so what's the problem with that? And it was the comments that of course just are, it's people's perspective. It's their opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get that. But I, I don't know. It just, it was just the comments that I'm just going to leave it at that. Like it was just the comments that, that got under my skin that also just sometimes I think it's easier for particular people. And this is not a broad stroke against all people that made those comments that made comments there, but just, you know, for some that do that can't see beyond their own environment to connect to a situation that is in, that is different from theirs. And so it sometimes is easier to cast a, uh, to give a judgment of, well, why not? Like, because you're speaking from a place that that you only know of, like not them, right? right? Which right, is different from right. their experience. And it was like, it was like moments like that. So, you know, for that same reason, I just said to myself, I'm going to take a break from social media, um, probably at the first of the year, because, and I mean, it also could be like just. Sometimes it can be the people you follow, but sometimes it can be those posts that ask questions like that. And so your nosiness just kind of kicks in or your curiosity because you want to know what people um, are saying. And then you see things like that and you just be like, I, I mean, yeah, it's informed information in some ways, right? Like you can look at it as being, right. I mean, like, I mean, I say nosy too. Like I, I want to, I'm nosy, but like in, in some ways that nosiness is because of, you want to be informed of like what, like maybe a certain set of people are thinking towards a situation, right? That may be opposed to what's being talked about in the media. Like, or like, you know, there's different ways in which you can look at it. Like why you mm-hmm. make that, like why you put follow that particular person. And it may not always be all their, like all their posts, but that particular one just invokes something in you. Like, like that's still like, like, I still agree with what you're saying. Like it's what you choose to feed yourself, whether, and you have to take the good with the bad, with the indifferent, like, ugh. Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) But I do want you to send that to me because now my curiosity didn't kick in, and I just want to see. Yeah. So just yeah. Well, that's what got under my skin. So. All right, guys. So that's gonna wrap up what got under our skin this week. Now let's get into what we're watching. Aaron. 
oh, what are you going to talk about now that Grey's Anatomy is, you know? <sighs> the winter finale. So I'm not going to do a deep dive today because I want to give some time. I think I want to give. I thought you already t- did the winter finale. Yes, I'm not saying it. So it's because of that. Like, oh, oh, and you're, oh, you're oh, asking, okay, what am I going to do I next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to spend a lot of time here because I think I want to give more time to the perspective part today. And I'm okay. going to try to be respectful of keeping this under an hour, like we always say. And sometimes I know I can be the person that keeps it going. So, all right. Anyway. Week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching right now The Morning Show. It comes on Apple TV. It stars... Uh, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, oh, Steve Carell, and a host of other people. So I've been watching that. It is like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Like, I think everyone should check it out. It's a, usually about an hour long. It's, you know, it's commercial free. They drop the first three episodes on the premiere day, and then they've been dropping an episode a week leading up to episode mm-hmm. 10. I think they're around episode 7. And just the premise is pretty much around the morning show uh, environment and what it takes to... Uh, anchor a show with Jennifer Aniston being sort of the veteran on the show and Reese Witherspoon being the newbie who was uh, brought on secretly to sort of push Aniston out but also uh, Aniston brought her in also as like a way to control the show feeling that she was losing it because Steve Carell was her longtime partner who was exposed sort of in the the vein of what's been going on in real life with uh, morning show hosts being exposed for under the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. So he was ousted and exposed in sort of that vein. So he's been ousted. And so that, that's, that's just brought this, that's brought a sort of uh, negative light on the show and the network. And so in that chaos, Jennifer Aniston is losing, uh, feels like she's losing control of the show in her mind, but she is secretly being pushed out. Right. And so that's why Reese Witherspoon okay. was brought oh, in okay. And in the effort of trying to bring Reese Witherspoon in, in, a, in one way, Jennifer Aniston capitalized on her presence and forced her to be her co-host. And so from her perspective, she's trying to take control of the show in order to you know, cont- maintain her status quo. And so we get to explore sort of the nuances of it. And I'm sort of giving a broad stroke of it because it's definitely more nuanced than that. And you get to see sort of their dynamics and who's really for who and how much they're working with each other versus not and sort of the secrets and the lies and and sort of Steve Carell's role in it, and the devil's in the details with this show. So, mm-hmm. it's, uh, I think it's only in about episode seven. I know one just came out uh, Friday. I need to watch that one, but uh, it's good, yo. So you should watch that. And I just picked up. So last I just well, picked I... up. Oh, sorry. Okay. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I'm not fancy like you, and I don't have Apple TV <laughs> to be able to see <laughs> Shoot. I can help you watch it if you want to. Oh, okay. That's and... what I was waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> And I just started watching, um, finally, because it takes me a while to pick up a new show, but I just started watching um, The Good Doctor. Oh, okay. It's on season three, but there's two seasons with 18 episodes apiece. It's an an hour-long show, so about 40 minutes, 42 minutes an episode, and I'll report Mm -hmm. back later on. But it's good so far. It's it's got my attention. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've heard some good things about that show, too. I've never watched it, but I did hear some good things about it. You should watch it. But you don't even want to watch Grey's Anatomy, so... (sighs) Nah, man. Start there. Grey's is so emotional. Okay. <laughs> what are you watching? <laughs> so this week, I, I'm simple this week. So I have decided to really utilize my uh, Disney Plus. And every day I have been watching a different MCU, which is um, Marvel Cinematic Universe, for those who don't know. Um, or is it Marvel Comic Universe? No, I didn't cinematic. know, so I was yes, cinematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that, yes. Um 
Yes, I have been watching a different Marvel movie every day that they have on uh, Disney+. Plus. And so I went back to Iron Man because, yes, I've never seen the Iron Man movies. I don't know what I was waiting on. I, didn't, I realized I've seen so many of them that I didn't even, I mean, I just love those movies. So, And I didn't realize I had seen so many in that little, what this phase that they came out with, with the whole like Avengers thing. And it's a lot of, you know, different backstories, origin stories. I love that. Uh, so yeah, I've been watching that. So I'm done with all three Iron Mans. I really loved Iron Man three. That was so good to me, even though some people say that was their least favorite, but whatever. Um, yeah. And now I am moving on to Thor. So, you know, just once again, I'm just up here praising Disney plus because it's been the best thing since sliced bread for me. So <laughs> thank you, okay. Disney. Yep. Mm. I realize I just, that's crazy for me. To I haven't seen like, much anyway. of those, like n- none of those types of things. Damn I've only me, seen like the watch. ones. Um, I've only seen not Endgame because that was the last one. But what was the one before that? Yes, Infinity uh, Wars. Infinity War. I yeah. did see that, but I haven't seen you know pretty much any of the. You ones haven't seen that. Endgame. I haven't seen Endgame, even though I guess I should uh, go back and watch it. I do want to. Uh, yeah. Is that on is Disney Plus? Yes, it is. Oh, yes, well, it I, is. I can watch. It, I didn't watch it twice. <laughs> Well, maybe I didn't watch that. it twice since I got it. Yes. But, you know, once you find mm-hmm. it, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, but that's what I'm watching this week. Uh, not really, you know, no, all of our shows are on break pretty much. Oh, wait. Did you see How to Get Away with Murder? Have you been watching that? Yes, I finally, you know, I waited till he, you know, built up. And then, oh, yes, yeah, I'm yeah. caught up. I'm caught up. Oh, so you saw the winter finale? Yes. Bet. Where, did, where did Wes come from? I knew he won't dead. I knew it. I knew it. Spoiler alert to anyone that hasn't seen it. How I did knew you know? It. How did you I, know? Like, I just felt like, nah, man. I, I don't know. I felt something. Can you and explain then especially, it? Well, at the beginning of this season, with the whole Laurel, th- like with Laurel disappearing and all of that, even though they said um, Tegan had something to do with it. But when them papers went missing, I just felt, I mean, I just felt like it was wet. Like Wes is somewhere in that. And plus, uh, did we see a funeral for Wes? Did he have a funeral? I'm not even sure. And I mean, plus I never put anything past Annalise. Like I think she. You think she knows nah. Wes is alive? I thought she did. I think she no. Well, yeah, no. I think she knew Wes is alive. Annalise know everything. She know everything. If she didn't know Wes was alive, then that's really gonna shock me because she knows everything. So yeah, but yeah, man, I just because he popped up at um whose funeral was it? It was supposed to be Annalise's funeral, which I don't think she did either, because we seen her, you know, on her little escape plan. So yeah, man. Who knows how this is going to end? Six more episodes to find out. <laughs> right. Gosh, I cannot believe they ending this and just wrapping it up. Because they could keep about... it going. They could find. I mean, even if they had a sort of a semi off season, they, it would still be people. It would still do good. Like Yes. Have, what? Yes. And, and really, I want um, Michaela and Connor to have a spinoff. I love them together. I love their relationship, man. They're just. Yes. And all R.I.P. Asher, even though you was a snitch, man, I liked you. I was hoping you would do better than that, but. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I mean. It is what it is. I mean, I guess his his storyline outside of uh, Michaela. No, yeah. he was a great, you know, yes, R.I.P. Like, great, like, definitely invaluable to the show, right? Like, but in terms of if they're starting to peel people off and for effect and, you know, all the whatever, whatever their right. end goal is, then yeah. I could see why he's one of the first to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely understood that. But it was just still sad. But yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up what we're watching this week. Guys, we are going to take a quick break, pay some bills, use the restroom. Yes. And we'll be back with our <laughs> perspectives. Okay.
right, guys, and we are back, and it is time for this week's A Perspectives. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to go first this week. I believe it's my turn. Okay. And mine is going to be short and sweet. It's, it's a question, okay? Okay. It's kind of two questions. Okay, so <laughs> I read something the other day on probably on Shade Room, knowing me, and it said, what would you do if your wife or your, your girl was at home cooking for a specific dude at her job? What happens next? And so it got me to thinking about like how people- Wait, say that at, at again? Okay, so it said, your girl is at home cooking a meal specifically for one dude at her job. What happens next? Like basically it was asking like, what the dude, dude what you gonna do next? Your girl at home cooking for a nigga at the job. Like, what? how you going to feel? How you going to react? Whatever, that type of thing. So it had me thinking about, you know, how if you're at a job for a long period of time, like you may find a friend that you click with or whatever. And sometimes it could be the opposite sex. And it had me thinking about the whole work spouse type thing. So my question to you is, one, have you ever had a work spouse? Or two, and two, not or... <laughs> How do you feel about the whole work spouse thing? If you, you know, if your partner was in a, was, had a little flirtatious little thing going on at work, like, would you feel some type of way? Cause you do spend like the majority of your day with your, you know, your um, coworkers. Like, I mean, it is, if you work a nine to five, that's 40 hours a week that you're spending with these people, you know? So yeah, I, I just got to thinking about it and I thought it was a cute, you know, fun, light question. Go. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I've never been in sort of a work spouse relationship, mm-hmm. but and when I think of a work spouse relationship, I actually don't even see it as necessarily like flirtation, more than like a mutual respect for someone in the workplace that can ha- that can take that ha- also has like a that's overlaid with like personal, like with, yeah, with a lot of personal stuff with like a personal side to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right to me, that doesn't necessarily mean. I mean, not saying that, not saying that there aren't some that do have a flirtatious side to it, right, or sort of an unspoken sort of right. sexual tension. But I do think yep. that there are many that do not, that are just like that's my kiki person at work. Like yeah, like my kiki person. Like we get work stuff. We we see each other enough. We get our work done. Like and we share a lot of personal like interests and work interests. Right, both good and challenging of the workplace. So. So, no, and I think okay. it's okay to have one. Like, I think it's okay to have one. I think depending on how you're at home, like, your relationship with your spouse is determines how you, well, I don't know, man. Like, because if it's harmless, <laughs> like, what do you, like, what is harmless? About, what, like, based on the scenario you gave, yeah, so, that's not, so I don't let see, me just, I don't see let why me the just kick it up a little. Let okay. me kick it up just a little. What if the, y'all buy lunch for each other what if the your, you know your partner is buying lunch for their work spouse and vice versa like is that an issue when they start spending money on each other because the same way you know with a kiki your kiki friend at work you know y'all might get so close to a point where it's like i'm going to get some coffee you want me to get you some or something like that you know so but what if you know what if what's it's wrong with that, that you that's just like this, this little flirtatious thing with totally fine i think that's just like a ra- random coworker that's saying i'm going to the store do you want anything and they ask you to get you something right like there's just a different a deeper connection or, you know, a stronger bond in that situation, I guess, between your work spouse and you versus the average coworker. But I, but to me, there's no, that's fine. Yeah. I don't see, I do not see there being something wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? 
So I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's fun. I've been, I've had like little flirtatious relationships with people at work before, way back in the day. Uh, I don't, I haven't had any recently. There's nobody. (laughs) Anyway. um, But yeah, you know, it's fun. Oh yeah. I mean, hey, Um, but it's fun to a certain extent, you know, as long as you're not crossing the line. I do think it's okay to, buy you know maybe lunch or something I don't think that it needs to be an all the time thing and then I also think it depends on you know how you carry the relationship because like you said it's okay you know even like even a little fun flirt or some of them not sorry all uh work relationships or work spouses whatever type thing you want to call it is not uh flirtatious and sometimes it is just friendly but I think as long as you're not like I said crossing that line then it's good um now I do, I have, I guess in the past had an issue with Rob having those type of friends. Like, and I know she's not, you know, well, I know they say never say never, but I, whatever, I trust Robin. I don't think that she would ever do that, but I do, you know, there's something about it that kind of like makes me a little guarded when it comes to her versus, you know, myself. But that could just be me being selfish too. <laughs> like, whatever. Um... But yeah, but overall, I think it's fine. It's fine. As long as it, like I said, you keep it respectful. Don't bring it home. Don't let it interfere with home. I don't know about y'all. T- now, y'all shouldn't be hitting each other up after work now. Like, why y'all still talking? Y'all see- y'all done seen each other for eight hours. It ain't nothing else to talk about. Yeah, so. I'm watching this new show on, uh, on I'm watching, oh, I guess uh, whatever. I didn't put this in there, but I, I just, another show that I discovered was called All Rise. And it's one of those shows, like, once you start watching it, like, I want to know what's happening next. But anyway, there's a dynamic mm-hmm. between the star that like the one of the main stars of the star of the show the judge and her best friend who was who was a former prosecutor or who was her colleague when she was a prosecutor anyway they have like a really really strong like relationship like they've known each other since you know college since law school and Mm -hmm. and it they definitely carries over into the show and i find that very interesting like with your topic how that brought up that show to me because there was a moment where i was like is there something between them but i guess maybe (laughs) that's just the direction that we're taught to think because I, I immediately did go, no, like they just have a, it's more of a brotherly, brotherly, sisterly relationship, right? But I can see how many people, like the, the idea of, the idea of, yeah, anyway, in that perspective, the idea of like a man, male and a female, like just being good friends is foreign to many people, like still today. Right. So, yeah, that's true. So I can that's see true. how in like situations where like if your wife is at work and there's some blank, 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 <laughs> who's like being nice. Listen. How that could come across, no matter what her situation is, like, because you know these chicks be scheming. So you know, listen, Robin came home with a bag of cookies <laughs> the other day, <laughs> talking about the girl at work made them. Did she make them just for you, or did she make them for the whole office? I have questions. Did you coming home with this cute little baggie full of cookies? So what's happening? But she said she made them for everybody. So I chill, <laughs> <laughs> I chill. But you know. Sometimes so I see, no matter what the it situation is, 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 right? Like it is you wouldn't what feel it no is. way. You wouldn't feel no way if that was Damon or. or maybe oh no, nah. no, no! I don't give a ch- she. You know, ah. she got a new male. She got a new male friend at work right now. I don't care. That's good. You need more friends. As male is better. <laughs> but them half, them halfers. Mm-mm. Don't be looking. At, mm-mm. They already know. Anyway, so yeah, okay. <laughs> well, that was my perspective this week. Uh, just something like I said, light and funny to me 
Um, and I just wanted to hear your take on it. I just thought it would be interesting. <laughs> I knew you would give me a kiki. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, so what are you talking about this week? Okay, so bear with me on this. Okay. What are we talking about, Aaron? <laughs> okay, so the other night, after sort of hanging out with someone, I had uh, sort of in my reflection, right, in my afterthoughts, had a lot mm-hmm. of questions that may that some were connected to the situation, but many were just sort of broader, like thinking forward and sort of like sort of trying to evaluate the now and how it could apply to the future. I know that's like what the heck, what the f am I talking about? So let me explain. Okay. Yes. <laughs> what ended up ha- so the other night I ended up uh, just going to go hang out with somebody like for drinks or whatever, and this was a person who has expressed interest in me in the past but i have been clear about that not being a possibility one given how we were introduced which is nothing like negative towards them but more so the the intention behind the situation that placed me in the spaces to even meet to meet this person and so Mm -hmm. with that and also just where i was in terms of like thinking about like that sort of aspect of life like that just wasn't where my head was at so no this wasn't going to go anywhere but that did not stop them from making it known that they were thinking otherwise and engaging with me from my perspective like with that in mind whereas I knowing that if I'm being honest was clear about as you know in in, in a number of moments that that was not going to happen and this was my intention uh, right. trying to still create those spaces where we could engage with, with each other because I didn't have a problem like you know hanging out you know you know going meet you know if I ran into you at the just bar just like cool. chit chat yeah yeah just being cool like being whatever cool with somebody. yeah 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 like but I didn't want it to give off the impression that I was thinking more than what it was from my right. perspective and okay. so and that's you know whatever just clear that that was opposite from them anyway so We've had a moment, we had like a, a, we we hung out one time and it didn't necessarily end on the best turn and like in the best way. And so we recently just hung out again after that time. And it was in that conversation that I recognized that I intentionally walked into that space. One, having shifted my uh, thoughts about, I don't want to say what could be with this person because that's not definitely where my head was at, but not intentionally pushing it away, right? Like Mm -hmm. making that something that I wasn't pushing away uh, intentionally because I to yeah intentionally not saying that I want like that I was thinking this could be a possibility because I still wasn't but I do know that when you at least hindsight is twenty twenty, and as, as it relates to this situation was thinking it uh, it made me more defensive that wasn't necessarily helpful to like what ended up being not the best like last time we hung out right so okay okay or conclude or conclusion that we hung out right and I'm not even apologizing for that. Let me just go and put that out there. <laughs> oh, uh, we know. <laughs> but, because I don't necessarily think I did something wrong, but I can recognize how I contribute it too. And that's what I'm speaking to. Anyway, so, okay. but in this encounter, having a different mindset as to how I was going to approach it, or at least what I wasn't necessarily going to be, like, leading at the forefront, allowed me to enjoy the moment from a different angle, while also just making me want, like, from a different sort of viewpoint, in that... Uh, I found myself walking away with a number of questions. Okay. Given that my intention shifted in terms of how I was going to approach and deal with this, this, like this time, this space. And 
when I reflected on it, I had a number of questions. So I ultimately like send it Ashley like a bunch of texts, like or at least one text with like a yes. bunch of questions on it. <laughs> um, and like I said, some of it was related to that. Some of it was related to that specific situation, but uh, but uh, but it all to me centered around like me thinking, uh, not just about that, but what that was connected to as it relates to me as an individual and how that could be applied to like me moving forward. Um, right? Is it foresight? Am I like f- f- foresight? Right? Like, am I setting myself up for the future of like something new, a new season? Who knows? Anyway, so I'm just gonna read the questions. <laughs> And we're going to talk about it because I don't. We actually have not talked about it for those that are listening. Right. Um, other than why did I send her this this message? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm going to bring in. And then and then I mean whatever. I'll if there's time, I will introduce another part. If not, this maybe this will just be there'll just be a part two. We'll see how it goes. All right. So the text says I should have read this before I even read this. I'll, I'll just see how, if I anyway. All right. So for my next AP, I want to talk about the transition. All right. So I want to talk about the transition from being single to dating, getting into a relationship, right? What does compromise look like in a healthy and successful romantic partnership? What are some of the pitfalls, hurdles that the single person like me has to address, but also how flexible open should the other person be knowing what and who they're pursuing? Is there a difference dating in your early 20s versus early 30s? How do you pick and choose your battles when you could really choose them all? Having been in a relationship for years, what have you learned that you wish you knew when you first started dating that would have assisted in avoiding BS? Those were a bunch of questions that I sent to Ashley. All these that, questions. Like, all these questions. That, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you let me know. Just respond. Like, it's, so, like I said, I just sort of gave a general context of what prompted this, but... but this is related to this could relate to a number of things, not just that one moment. So, talk to okay. me. <laughs> ah! Okay. Um. So I have the questions in front of me. Thank goodness, because they got oh, okay. a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> so the first question: What does compromise look like in a healthy and successful partnership? Uh, you know, communication, understanding, and give and take. That's what it looks like uh, to me. Because when you're in a relationship, I mean, 90% of the relationship has to be compromised. I mean, it has to be compromised, right? Because it's two different people or two different mindsets, two different views, two different ways of living, but coming together uh, to become one. So to me, it takes a lot of communication and understanding and just, you know, effort. Like you want to try it. Like you, you just got to put that in. Um, so yes, that. I guess that would that would answer that question for me. Yes. But what does that, that mean? I mean but what does that like, but uh, what? Okay, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say what does that look like in like real terms? Like what like It's the, hard the as mo- shit, Aaron. Like what kind of what kind of answer are you looking for? A real answer I mean, like it's it's hard. Me, I'll give let me give the example from from the, the story that I told. As that that may that's one of the things I think made me think about this question. So we were talking about a topic, can't even necessarily remember the topic, but that's irrelevant to the point. And they made a statement that I had evidence, for lack of a better word, that contradicted that. And so I inserted, and so I made the statement, like I, I replied, not in a rude or derogatory way, even a boisterous way, but just like, you know, replying, like we're conversing. They then, to me, you know, sort of doubled down on their statement, even though they recognized that it was slightly an opinion. And, and, and we, 
And we'll just say after a few, like, many seconds of us talking about that, push and pull, uh, for a moment, it made me think about that last encounter where I could have doubled down on, like, what was, like, you can't dispute it. But I, but and you you replied, anyway, I chose to not say anything. I think that's also the pick and choosing your battles question, but it's also, like, compromising, like, like, I'm not trying to be rude, but like, no, what, what I'm saying is like one way and just like recognizing that they need, they need in this moment, this is me, I guess this is the compromise part. I know that they needed to be right in that moment. I know that they needed to be right. And so I compromised what I felt like was truth and honesty for their needing to be right. What, like, what does compromise look like? It, like, is that what compromise looks like in a relationship or, or is that something else? And if so, what is the compromise? Um, you tell me what you think the compromise is in that situation. Like, what what were you compromising? Like, your voice, pretty much? Like, you were compromising speaking what you really felt because you wanted them to feel good about what they were saying? Or did you uh-huh. compromise in the, the sense that you let them uh, speak but didn't um, but didn't start an argument? Like, didn't pursue a debate? That I like, stopped. so you, I mean... That there, uh, I mean, to me, that was picking that that part is picking and choosing your battle. I I guess you can, yeah. I would say you compromised by not, you know, like maybe you were right, maybe you you were factually right, but because they needed a win in that moment, you compromised your feelings to allow them to feel better. I can see that. Yeah. So that means so that, that compromise. That happens in relationship. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> like if not, you're gonna be arguing every day, all day. I mean, so, maybe not with so, everybody and not with everything because you don't always think differently on things like y'all can both come to the same conclusion. Um, but like you say all the time, like the the journey is different, but you still come to that same path or that ending or whatever. So sometimes it's just about how which journey, you know, the couple wants to take. Maybe one person wants to go one way. The other person wants to go the other way. And you have to compromise to come to a healthy median to get y'all to that end point. That's on, that's in the relationship period. That's like just overall, because you're going to have a different way of how you want the relationship to go. They're going to have a way of how they want the relationship to go. And then y'all just got to come to a median to make sure that the relationship goes. Well, I guess that's in our relationships, huh? I guess that's in our relationships, not just the romantic. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I was, I almost had a different response than that. And then I paused and I listened to what you were saying. And I realized that that is applicable to our relationships. And with that, I agree. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Next question. (laughs) What are some of the pitfalls, hurdles that the single person has to address, but also how flexible open should the other person be knowing what or who they're pursuing? Um, The pitfalls, hurdles that a single person. Uh, To me, the biggest thing coming out of being single and then into a relationship is compromise is, um, learning how to adjust to being with someone to not being one anymore, but actually being two, right? Like at this point, now you've decided that you want to be in a relationship. So you know, that means including this person in your life. And so it depends on you and how you look at that, but it depends on what it means to you to have someone in your life. How deep in your life are you going to let them be? How, uh, you know, how much control or say do you want them to have in your life? Like, Those are different questions. How much of that person is going to occupy the time that you typically have for yourself, you know, right? Where you would go home and have some snacks and and watch your TV shows. But now this person wants to spend time with you. So you don't get to go home and do that anymore. Like you have to, I mean, but also that goes back to compromise because are you going to compromise the time that you had set aside to have your snacks and watch your shows? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to give into your partner here that's saying, you know, 
babe, I want to spend some time with you tonight. Like those are things like you have to adjust yourself. Um, the other person, uh, I think it depends because I mean, both people are having, I mean, are need to be flexible and open and both people are going to hit some pitfalls and hurdles because supposedly if both of y'all have been single and y'all coming together, both of y'all have been single and now are coming together. So that other person is going to have the same uh, issues as you may have. It may be like, I mean, it may be easier for one person than the other because maybe that's what they wanted. You know, they're looking for somebody to fill that space. Whereas somebody may not necessarily be looking for someone to fill that space, but it just so happened to happen so that they may have a different mindset with that too. So it depends on the people. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. okay. Is there a difference Dating in your early 20s versus dating in your early 30s. I'm going to say no. I don't think it matters what age you are when you're dating. Uh, it d- depends on your mindset. You know, you could be in your 30s and still have the same mindset that you had in your 20s. There's nothing different for you. Like, you're still doing the same shit. You still want to, you know, bounce around, bed hop, have your rotating door. Or, you know, maybe you hit your 30s and decide, you know what, I want to settle down. Maybe in your 20s and decide that you want to settle down. Like, I got married in my 20s. Like, you know, it is what it is. Um, Married in my 20s now. Where the fun in that? Sorry, of course, I had to make a Drake plug. Um, Yeah, so no. To me, there's no difference at, at any age. It all depends on how you view dating relationships and what you're looking for out of that. Um... How do you pick and choose your battles when you could really choose them all? I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I... I feel like I remember you telling me once that you choose them all or something. I choose like, them all. Right. Like, but, I like, I battle. That's me. Okay, I, but to what? But you don't always go zero to 100, right? Like, you, you decide to which degree you choose them. Like, or, 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 or do you not? No, I don't always go zero to a hundred. I think I'm working. I think, oh gosh, in my older age and, you know, being more self-aware, self-love, self-care, all that great stuff. Um, I don't necessarily choose them all anymore, but the ones, I feel like the ones that, um, really maybe get under my skin, I choose them. You know, I, I, I go for it. If it makes me feel strongly enough, I'm going for it. Uh, if it's something that, And then, you know, I think also, too, the battle could depend on the person that I'm battling with. You know, like, I may not battle with my mom the same way that I battle with Robin, you know, and they could piss me off doing the same thing. But, you know, I'm not going to sit here and go 100 with Nancy. Um, But I may go, you know. But why with Robin then? Because it's a different level of, uh, it's a different relationship. Like, I just, there's certain, there's something about, and and it's my mom. I'm never going to, you know, get crazy with my mom. Now, I will get stern with her, and I have before. But I'm not going to, you know, Robin, it's a little bit freer. I, I have a little bit more freedom to be me. Now, and I maybe agree some with curse that. words. <laughs> like, now, I agree with that difference in that the way in which it could be the same topic, the same situation, the same moment where, like, but the difference is, like, you know, or the, the difference is versus my mom or dad versus, like, my partner and my reaction would be totally different. But my re I so so I, I agree with that. My reasoning would be because there's a different type of respect, right? The difference is in the type of respect that I'm giving. Not because I was gonna say that, but then I think about it. I actually was gonna use that word, but I think about it, you know, because I don't want it to seem like I don't have that respect for Robin, you know, because if I'm gonna go if I'm gonna go a hundred, you know, it's not that I don't have respect for her, it's just that there, this is a different type of 
a relationship and I can be a different, I can really be me and be a little bit more freer in what I'm saying. Because I think that's really the only reason I don't, that I really try not to go hundred with Nancy is because I don't, I'm looking at it as far as just what I'm saying, what I say in these moments. And really a lot of my language tends to be, um, vulgar language. And I just can <laughs> ne never imagine saying that to Nancy, but I have no. taken that tone with her, you know, like I've gotten a tone with her to let her know, like, you're talking to an adult here and I, I, this just sounds dumb to me, you know, and we've had, we've bumped heads plenty of times. I just don't curse at her. I think the only right. difference with Robin and my mom is it's that less I, constrained. I like Robin, Robin is less constrained. Yeah. Than and constraint is not a bad thing. We need constraint in life in order to survive. Like, so I get that. Okay. There you go. So I'm thinking respect and respect to me is like, it's, it's, it, that respect has a tighter boundary, a tighter constraint than the one you do with your spouse, which that respect is just a little more freeing and allows you to explore more, more of how you feel about that situation and respond right. in a way that's less like, that's less like, gosh, I don't want to get popped in the mouth. <laughs> right. I don't want to get that, my block knocked off. Not that you Nancy would do that. Less, but. Oh, she, <laughs> you best believe Nancy is the only woman living that I am afraid of. And I, and like, I, I don't want, like to use the word afraid, but I, I just, I wouldn't want to cross that line with. Nancy would never touch you. And what the f she is an angel don't ah! ever disrespect nancy like that okay nigga don't ever lie on this uh podcast <laughs> like that <laughs> i'm okay with knowing that my mama a beast it's all good she didn't show me some things ah. that put that fear of god into me and that's why to this day even at 33 there are she things that i note. will not say or do right she from the note <laughs> and you better know it all right, and then what was the last one? Hold on, I lost my place, y'all. All these questions. <laughs> um, having been in a relationship for years, what have you learned that you wish you knew when you first start dating that would have assisted in avoiding BS? I think for me personally, I wish I would have known myself more. That's my biggest thing. Um, and then I would have known how to handle a relationship different and also know what I, exactly what I was looking for, what I was jumping into and what would, um, you know, what would make me, I guess, a better person um, for myself and for the relationship. So yeah, just knowing myself. Okay. Yeah. All right, guys, that was 50 questions. Hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> And there's more, cause we had, yeah. but we're gonna do it today with the next side. Just for yes, yeah, so this is part one. We had another, in, we had another encounter afterwards that sparked another round of questioning that shifts sort of even all of these. So yeah, anyway, well, just a little teaser, dum 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 teasers. What? Oh my gosh. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Like, and I'm very, actually yeah, to hear you questions. say a lot of those things that I agreed with, and some that I just was interested in. Like your perspective definitely was sort of different, different from mine. Not different, but just a different way of approaching. We got to the same place, but just differently. To hear your details within your how we got to the same place was good um yeah because i think in real time it's like to me it's not hard but i think the just exploring what that would look like now uh given like i said the, uh, like 20s versus 30s like i was in my 20s like right i'm in my 30s early 30s now but still 29 and 30 are still 20s versus 30s um you know that so, what i do know yeah. in my 30s that i didn't know that in my 20s that what Mm -hmm. If, um, I mean, if for any reason, I'm a knock on wood, if any reason that things did not work out with Robin, I would be okay being single for the rest of my life. Like, um, yeah, I, I would say I wouldn't, you know, relationships like that's not something I would pursue. And I, I always think it's interesting, you know, when I talk to my single friends that are looking for that and I'm thinking like, oh man, you know, like 
not saying that there's anything wrong with the relationship and love and marriage. Like it is all great, but it is hard work, you know? So if Ooh, I was in my thirties, I mean, yeah, you do. You, you definitely, that's why I said, like, it depends on what both sides, what they want from it. You have to want to make it work. You have to want to get to the end of the path. Let them, the, those journeys come together. I mean, I totally believe that. I also believe it's not for everyone. And I don't, and I think that the way in which we've come to be, introduced to relationships as it like really to sort of a societal norm is not for everyone right and so i'm appreciative like even in today's like as we move as like we get older we're being introduced because to me that is sort of a difference between your 20s and your 30s i think in our early 20s you know even in our teens versus like now the way we hear about relationships see relationships displayed and displayed on music and on television and film and like the way we talk about it right uh in the world versus social media versus like when there wasn't like to me it has evolved in a way that like um lets you know that the way that that there's a way that there, there's a way for you that there's something for you and it may not necessarily be what you're seeing like like what you're used to seeing so that to me also um is good i don't even know where i was going with that i think mean, i got <laughs> caught up in my um, brain <laughs> but yeah like so yeah Okay. Well, that was good. Okay, so there was a point to your uh, th- that long-ass text. Let me tell y'all. So when Aaron sent me the text, <laughs> I never responded. <laughs> I didn't respond, and here's why. But, I mean, I told him later. Of course, we've talked since then. But I looked at the text, so I got the preview. And so I'm reading, you know, because all I see is, you know, for my next AP, you know, I see some things. Man, I opened that whole thread and saw that whole shit. I was like, why this nigga send me this? He know I'm not reading all of this. Like, <laughs> y'all, I legit felt like it was one of them long-ass Instagram posts that once you hit more, you see it go down like half the page. Like, I'm not reading all of that. Shade room, do that shit. Stop putting us. St- I'm not reading all of that. Like, it's, I'm, and, and I'll be honest, I'm lazy sometimes. But I did read Aaron. I did read everything Aaron wrote in the text. But it took me a minute because I was just like, yo, I just have to be in the mindset sometimes. And so that was hilarious to me. That, that well, was there's a reaction. difference too between there's a difference too between clicking on an Instagram post and like expecting something that's like convenient. I just for lack of a better phrase, then you like clicking on an article on a Google search or like on a Facebook. Oh yeah, you know, that, that, you know. an article. Like you're expecting a certain length. That well, I, I was expecting a certain length <laughs> in that text, but that is not what I got. I was like, "What is this? This it long text? Long, oh, it was, My second it was, one was shorter. My second one was shorter. Oh yeah, I still need to go back on that one. Yeah, man. Okay. All right. So is that going to wrap up your perspective this week? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, guys. Well, that's going to wrap up our perspectives this week. And We're done. Yes. Aaron, what are you looking forward to coming up? Oh, man. You know, that's the part. <laughs> oh, well, you know, Patriots play Oh, God. Tomorrow. My team. <laughs> they play the Chiefs. They play the Chiefs tomorrow. 425 or 420. Yeah, 425. Oh, is that supposed and to be so a I'm good game? I'm looking forward to that game. Patriots and the Chiefs? Yes. Oh, you know they played oh. in the um, championship last year. No, I don't know. I don't think I watched it. Oh, I mean, the Patriots won. So. Oh, well. It was a good game. Well, you know, they won the Super Bowl, so they obviously won that game. I mean, but yeah, it's supposed to be, you know, Patrick though. Mahomes versus Tom Brady, you know, the defense versus, you know, Patrick Mahomes high flying offense to see how this goes. Mm. You know, Kelsey and Gilmore and, you know, all of that stuff. So it's going to be a good game. Uh, I think the Cowboys played on Thursday, so I mean that's not my team, but um, I, I brought them up because the, the hype around them. Oh, that's your team. <laughs> One, that's your team, and then the hype around them or the conversation around them has been interesting to follow. So, mm. 
I'm kind of. I will just say I think the media is pushing them. Are you talking about? I think the media. Are you talking about because of the Jason Garrett two thing? I think the media is orchestrating that in Mm -hmm. a way, or they have a heavy hand in that. Uh, And the whole Jason Garrett thing is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Now I don't have a I don't have a a critique or praise of that of him and his whatever because I don't follow them. But you can definitely it just definitely feels like that's being at least that narrative is being doubled down on whether it's true or not by the media. So anyway, but I'm looking forward to that. Um, we just had Thanksgiving. Yeah, so I don't know. That's reflections. Anyway, yeah, that's all I'm looking forward to. Uh, okay, well, I am looking forward to going to this Christmas light maze. Uh, it is at National Park in D.C. National Park in D.C. And it's supposed to be like the world's largest uh, Christmas light mage. And it looks so dope online. I am just so excited about it. I love Christmas time because of the lights ever since I was a kid. So uh, that's really exciting to me. And then, of course, I'm going with Robin. It's our little date night thing. So I'm a little excited about going out tonight, going to dinner, going to the little Christmas pop-up bar, and then going to this maze. I think it's going to be fun. Oh, y'all got a whole thing going. Got a whole thing going. Yep, we need this. better be going on a date. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be nice. So that's what I'm looking forward to this week. And any reflections, Aaron? Oh, you better be. Oh, anyway, it just hit me what y'all are about to do. Have a whole. Yeah. That's probably going to be fun too. Sorry, that maze thing. That maze thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Be fun. Okay, reflections. All right. So I've been reflecting on. I think it was my last under my skin because I feel like it's just been. I now now because of that moment and because I talked about uh, it, I've just yes. been faced with like examples of where I've had to like question like what would like fill in the blank like how would this go like you know if I wasn't thinking about it and I'm just I'm landing I'm sort of over it now from when I first was gonna when I wrote this down as a reflection in terms of like it's doesn't I'm not gonna get you know as hyped as I probably was but it made me think like as I've evolved and where I where I'm at today in this is let's just logically break this down so if I in that same situation if you don't know what I'm talking about quickly like we just had an elevator situation that ultimately ended that was ultimately centered around like um what what some perceive as proper etiquette when it comes to male female whatever mm-hmm. so what if i let so what if i let the two females or the three females whoever on the elevator first and then i got on right in theory i'm in front of them so now how am i just supposed to stand still and let them walk around me am i supposed to try to move to the side of the elevator like how do i then allow them to get off first if i allowed them on first and in theory i'm probably in front of them now i would just walk off right like that's how i would see it but yeah. not the way, but right, like in that incident, I was wrong in both. I was wrong in both perspectives, like based on him. To, when to me, if I got on first or third or whatever in the order, at third, the lady then got on. So she was in theory either in front of me or to the side in front of me, right? Like she could get off first. Mm. See, I don't and think. And then there I were mean, two girls that were behind I think me. If like, you... what was that? I think if you had to let them on, you know, to, I guess, be polite, let them first, whatever you want to call it. And then um, when it stopped, you got off first. Like, because to me, it would be dumb and a waste, of, a waste of time if you up front and then you're moving to the side to let all of us go just so we can go. Like, no, I don't know. Like, that to me, that's, I don't know. It just seems like it would be doing a lot. I think you can just walk off. That would be my. Thank you. Yeah. See, like, and, and I, I mean, I've been thinking about it more just, or at least in those, there's been certain moments that just have felt like huh, brought it up, triggered that experience that made me think about it. But then, okay. So this is the other thing that's to connect to this reflection is, so I was on the, I was, I got on the subway and it was one of those moments where the subway was packed. Right. And so a lady got up and so in front of me, so I was standing, uh, 
was I was standing standing up, so I didn't get a seat when I first got on the elevator, right? So I'm mm-hmm. standing in front of not in like the out not the out part, but you know the exit entrance way, but I'm in between, like you know, standing standing in front of people that are sitting down. Okay. So in front of me, so in front of me, let's just say there's three guys, three guys, yeah, and directly in front of me, one is a guy. So the elevator stops. I mean, so the train stops. He gets off. The guy in front of me gets up, gets off. I sit down. Now, as soon as I sit down, I guess there was a lady behind me or maybe even slightly behind slightly behind me, beside me. Like, But I wasn't paying attention, to be honest. Like, I was in my phone. Uh, not, not to say that me not paying attention is, is an excuse. Because one, I don't think something's wrong. But two, even if I had been, I would have probably probably done the same thing without thinking anyways that i sat down not knowing that she was behind me but anyway when i sat down she walked up and was in front of me somewhere she came out of nowhere i don't even know if she was behind me she could have got on and just sat, sat in front of me either way but i believe she was behind me because mm-hmm. of how it's positioned so she said anyway so i sat down she walked up immediately the guy to the left of me then like looks at the lady and is like do you want to sit down like got up mm-hmm. so that she could sit down i mean she said no but i maybe i was overthinking it but a part of me was like the way he like i felt like like as if almost like I should have let her sit down instead of me. But we <laughs> had got, a whole, but we PTSD. had a whole train ride stop. But we had a whole train ride stop, and he didn't offer to let her sit down. Like only when the seat became available and I sat down, did he then offer. As if I was in the wrong. When he could have offered her a seat from the from the jump. Anyway, that's just been where I've been reflecting. <laughs> All of that mess. All the train. That see now the train is real. Oh gosh. I didn't think, you know, when we talked about that, I think, didn't think about that. Cause, but I've been on the plane, plane, sorry, the train plenty of times where dudes do not get up uh, to give up their seat. Like when I was taking the Metro to and from work and that jank was packed, if you had a seat, you had a seat. Like you're not get like I've well, seen like. Well, that to me, it sounds, that to me sounds like proper rush hour etiquette sometimes. Like, yeah, you know, elderly I mean, you know, and maybe disabled and pregnant and. I'm about to say, I've seen them, like, not give up their seat for pregnant women. Like, I've seen pregnant women standing, like, (laughs) it ain't nothing. Like I kind of have, too. But, I mean, I was was already standing, so I couldn't (laughs) offer seat. All right. But sometimes, sometimes, I will be honest, sometimes when you're sitting down, you can't tell, like, that lady is pregnant. It don't, like, depending on where she has in position of you sitting down, and you only notice it when she may not be that pregnant, you know. Nah, I didn't (laughs) see pregnant. What does that pregnant mean? I didn't see pregnant come on the the Metro (laughs) and do (laughs) sit right there, and I know they see it. I know they see it because of the angle. I've offered my seat up, you know. I mean, why they got to give up their seat? No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I mean, you know, so I I think it all just depends on, you know. That's what I've been reflecting on. Lord. Okay. Lord, this thing went for another 40 minutes. (laughs) Okay. So my reflection this week is just, it's quick. It's a personal yay for myself. Did you say hour 40 minutes? I said, no, we had another 40 minutes. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, uh, but basically my yay for myself was, guys, I edited the mini so last week and I'm hype about it because I really felt like... (laughs) I felt so professional. Yay. So for those, I mean, so those for to don't know that don't know, Aaron normally does the editing, but he taught me something new, <sighs> and I did it. Now let me tell y'all, that shit is hard. That shit, I don't know. My sister does film editing. I don't know how she do that for hours and hours and hours. Like just listening to that episode, a twenty minute episode. Oh my god, <laughs> like, and they have to keep going back and listening to the same thing and cutting it and make sure you cut in the right stuff. Anyway. That was my reflection. I hope you guys, you know, like that mini so because you know. And you, it was real. It was well done. It was well done. Thank you. Oh yeah, thank you, Aaron. That makes me feel so great. No. 
<laughs> no, I'm gonna try to do some. No, I'm gonna try to do some things. We're gonna tag team this. We're gonna figure out how to tag team this because let me tell you, when I did that, many <laughs> I said this shit right here. I don't know, Lord, Lord, Lord. But yeah, but no, it I'll gets keep, easier I'm as time goes it. on. The more you do it, and, and then you'll learn how to just sit down and knock it out. You just like, you know, uh-huh. or, or or just you know, or knock myself you know, out because I'm tired of doing it gets that. Easier. Shit. You figure out the ways. Yeah, I and many cells are easier. Than yeah, it's supposed so. to be shorter. Right. Check you out. Yes. Okay. Yes. That was my reflection. I was hype about that. Little Kiki. Yes. Well, guys, that is going to wrap up this week. Oh, no. Episode. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. oh, oh. So remember, this is episode. Remember. So, oh, yeah. So I just realized, or we just realized that this is episode 21, which means our last episode. That was supposed to be in your reflection, sir. 20... <laughs> oh, well. Go ahead. This no, no, is no. the reflections part. Yeah. <laughs> So we've done 20, this is episode 21, but last episode was episode 20 full-length episodes, which means we've done Ooh. almost 20 mini-sows. Mini-sows. Yeah. We're almost at like 50. Ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, this, yeah. Anyway, just wanted to recognize that. Shout us out. Congratulate. Ooh. Pat ourselves on the back, like Snoop Dogg said. Yes. I'd like to, I'd like to thank myself, as Issa said. Damn right. I want to thank myself. So, yeah. And yes. thank you all, too. But we'll, we'll... Oh, like Charlamagne said, ahead, it's, all out, <laughs> it's all about me. It's all about me. All right, guys. Well, that is going to wrap up this week's episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. And as always, if you have any feedback, comments, concerns, suggestions for five questions, or just want to chime in on the perspective of the day, Hit us up on Instagram at a perspective underscore underscore. You can email us at a perspective, no E at the end at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, a perspective with Aaron and Ashley. And make sure that you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well. Like all jokes aside and, and, and we are so thankful for your like listening to us and con- and coming back every week, whether it's a full length episode, whether it's a mini sode, whether we do it under an hour or, or a mini sode under 20 minutes, like in, or more like thank you guys so much for supporting us every week and it's because you do that and because you tell people that we continue to grow so make sure you tell five people and tell them to tell five people as well yes thank you thank you guys we really appreciate it yes we're thankful (laughs) we are and we hope you guys have a great week and remember if you change your perspective you can change your outcome bye